Hello, and welcome to the new season of my podcast. This is episode 53 of the 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking. I'm so excited to be continuing on this journey with you guys, and I'm so grateful that you continue to um, stop in and listen and share uh, because this is just what makes the podcast keep going and keeps me going. So I am just so grateful. It's pretty cool. I um, was able to check on my like rating overall in podcasts, and I'm in the top 10%. So that's all thanks to you guys. And um, I couldn't do it without you for your love and encouragement. And I've had some, I've had many people reach out and I've had a, um, couple reach out more recently that just have encouraged me so much to keep on going. So I thank you for those folks um, that continue to reach out. I am a real person. I'm on here to talk to you about my experience and help you with yours. And so let me know what I can do to support you. So this podcast, like I said, is episode 53. And This is about that time. Do you remember that time that you went on um, that weekend trip with your friends and the party started like, so you were leaving on a Friday and it was going to go through Sunday, but the party started mentally in your mind on Thursday night, actually Thursday when you're getting packed and ready and what supplies that you needed and what alcohol you were going to drink and what you were going to bring. The focus wasn't on food, but it was on the alcohol and the party supplies. And, um, and then, so you get that all set. And so you either take the day off on Friday or, you know, a half day and, um, you meet up with your, you get, um, meet up with your friends to start the caravan and, um, the cocktails are already flowing on the drive or the, the, the smoking has already begun. And so, um, yeah, the party starts real early and it doesn't seem to let up. So you get to the party place and the drinks start and then the excitement of being there with, um, your friends and the shots start. Sometimes you have a signature drink um, and uh, you kind of go all crazy the first night. Um, that has been the case with me and my friends. And um, the first night party usually goes till two, three, four, just depending on what is um, going on and what is available. And then um, everybody wakes up the next day, quite groggy, but what you do is you start the party once again and the champagne or the Prosecco starts flowing and that it just keeps on going. So maybe then you go out and you have that luncheon that you've been thinking of. We always did a luncheon. Um, I had friends who had this bar that we loved going to and we get like, Reuben nachos, Reuben pizza, um, a Reuben sandwich, fried perch. Um, and then they always had some crazy, wonderful shots. Like um, there was one, it was a breakfast shot. So I can't even remember exactly what it was, but you, um, you, some kind, two kinds of liquor, orange juice, and then a piece of bacon. Um, and so those are 
where that started. And, and then after lunch, we would usually go and grab some Dairy Queen and fried chicken um, so that we'd have food for later and then go back to just continuing the party and just drinking. Um, we were um, in loving fun doing this party and just the view that we had was so incredible. So we would just sit out um, enjoying Lake Michigan and just um, partying away. Uh, it was, we'd go in the summertime. So we'd be laying out and just uh, lathering up, slathering up to get the sun and to see who could get the tannest. And so that would just go on. And then Sunday, just depending on, on when we woke up, it was usually later. People were moving slower. Some people didn't start. Some people had to get on the road. And then there were those few of us that um, could actually stay an extra night. And, um, and we did. And it wasn't quite as crazy. And the night ended earlier, probably like at 10. Um, but we stayed one more night because we just wanted to have those last hours of um, partying and um, enjoying the time. And so then it comes to Monday and you wake up on Monday and you're just like, wow, you just feel like shit. And your brain is just fried, you're foggy, your body aches, you feel just crappy. And you're just trying to figure out what you can do to um, get rid of this feeling. And I know I've had that so many times. And even since I've quit drinking, um, I was with some friends over the weekend and had um, hung out and smoked a bunch and, um, and that was marijuana and um, ate some gummies, not even my big gummies, but just some gummies that my friends had shared. And um, I woke up with this incredible, terrible brain fog and I did not feel normal whatsoever. And it just brought me back to those days of um, those long ass party weekends. Um, and let me just tell you, I had a great time with my friends. So when I tell these stories, please remember that um, I love my friends dearly and there's nothing, there's no judgment against anybody. Nobody did this or that. Um, we were just along with it. And this is just what we knew. Um, we started, we grew up together drinking and this is kind of just how we went about, um, we thought was celebrating life. And I finally figured out that I don't want to celebrate life in that manner. I don't want to have the brain fog. I also didn't want to have the memory loss. And then, um, and now I'm the memory for the parties and I can tell everybody what that happens. And I know when I drank, the alcohol um, really caused me to black out a majority of the time. So I couldn't remember. I tried not to let on that I didn't remember. And I would ask people to jog my memory in a certain manner, um, going, oh, I remember this. And then I think this happened. Um, but um, the memory loss just got so bad. And as we get older, we already have memory issues. So I don't didn't want to contribute more to that. So, um, yeah, I 
really um, now have decided I want to do another Sober Curious Challenge. I am thinking it's getting to be time to even um, give up my, my, my marijuana. Um, I don't do it as much as I used to. Last year when we did the Sober Curious Challenge, I had such a new um, uh, reflection on how I smoked. And it was one of the best things I could have done for myself um, last year besides doing the podcast. And so my consumption of the marijuana has completely changed from what I was doing before. And I'm so grateful. And now I just have been had a glimpse into another um, because I feel like I overdid it possibly. Um, and not that you could tell or anything like that. Nothing bad happened. I just felt like shit. And my brain fog was so bad on um, Monday morning that it was really difficult for me to deal with the day. And I was going to visit my parents and I could tell that I felt like um, malarkey and, um, so one thing that I've recently started doing is that I have become an advocate with this awesome company called Green Compass. And it is so, um, it's a really cool, um, CBD company. And what I really like is the support, um, of the products, the support of the community. And let me just tell you a couple little things about it. Green Compass, it's a USDA uh, certified organic, um, and that is super important. I'm going to share more with you about this, but um, that's one thing that's super important. I could go into a lot of details on um, this company, um, but first of all, I'm just going to share that. They are vertically integrated, which they own the farms that are located in North Carolina, and they oversee the entire process from seed to harvest. And because um, the labs and manufacturing are all done in-house, it's really seed to bottle. So incredible. The traceability is on each bottle, um, so you can scan it and tell what's in it what's not. And um, they test really um, for heavy metals and pesticides. Um, hemp is a, um, a plant that absorbs everything out of the um, the soil. So that's why that certified organic um, is super important to have those clean oils. A lot of countries use, uh, like China, use hemp to clean the soils to pull out all of the um, poisons and the mercury and, um, and the heavy metals, like I mentioned, the pesticides. And, um, and so, but, and you, there are a lot of CBDs out there, but this CBD um, is so clean and, um, and you do not want the other, you want to make sure it's certified organic so it's not absorbing all of that other stuff. Um, the other thing, it's a CO2 extraction, and it's the cleanest way to extract oil without any solvents like butane or ethanol, which can end up in the final product. And the last thing is, it's a hemp flower only. Um, and they only use the most potent part of the plant, so no seeds or stock. And so 
I've started with this company and I'm super psyched and I'm on the balance and restore um, product. And that really just supports your overall um, endocannabinoid system. And it helps like your overall um, balance in your body. And it's a, um, a nano jelly that I take in the morning and I do a tincture in the evening. And I just feel like, um, more energized, um, more clarity and, and I, I, and I'm new into this, so it's cool to already feel the effects, but I go back to, um, when I had a, had this terrible brain fog and there was this one, um, we have, there's some powders. So there's a hydrate powder and there's a, um, energy powder. And I knew I needed some energy, um, on Monday. And so I t- added this powder to my drink, just as some water. And I'll tell you, this is the second time that it really helped me within a matter of, mm, I don't know, like 10 minutes, I could already feel a difference and the fog leaving. Um, it happened to me last week as well. I felt like crap and I needed some energy and, um, I was supposed to get onto a phone call with a friend and I was like, Oh, I can't do it. I took the energy powder and damn, it was like awesome. Um, I felt like clear. I felt like having a conversation. I felt back to normal again. So, um, that is something that I have, um, I'm looking to replace the marijuana with the CBD and I don't need to do things recreationally anymore. I don't need to continue, um, to smoke pot, um, because I feel like I'm getting less and less of the effects. So one thing I wanted you guys to think about is, um, you know, I love to journal and so, I have some questions for you to think about. These are some journaling and these are, it's called, um, it's like a cage questionnaire and it's to determine, um, uh, help you determine to figure out if you have a negative relationship with alcohol. So, um, have you ever thought that you should cut down on your drinking? So that's the C cut down. Have people, annoyed you by criticizing your drinking? Annoyed is your A. Um, Have you ever felt guilty about drinking? Holy moly, that's a big one for me. And that's the G. And then have you ever, have you felt you needed a drink first thing in the morning? That's an eye opener to steady your nerves or to get rid of a hangover. Now, if you've answered yes to two or more of these questions, you show um, high sensitivity for alcoholism. And so I'm going to post these questions in the show notes so that you guys can go back and you can look at those and answer those. Um, this is part, this is just a journey. Um, and I just want you to know I'm here on this journey with you. And I want to share one of my um a scripture. I know I've, um, I love the Lord and, um, and this is my faith. So in Matthew nineteen twenty six, um, this is where Jesus looked hard at his, um, um, at the disciples and said, there's no chance at all. If you think you can pull it off yourself, 
every chance in the world if you trust God to do it and or with all things God um, with God all things are possible and that's Matthew 19 26 and I know that I couldn't have done any of this journey without God I couldn't have done any of this journey without my daily journaling I couldn't have done this journey without having a couple sober friends I couldn't have done this journey without um, having faith in myself that I could do it. I couldn't have done this journey without some pretty good willpower. I couldn't have done this journey without um, the love and support of my family. Um, and I could go on about how this journey has um, really changed my life. And I just, this is one of my favorite things. I'm going to continue to share this, but sobriety gave me everything alcohol promised. Alcohol promised fun. Alcohol promised a good time. I actually have so much more fun um, without it. Um, I love my friends and I just see what it does to them um, over the course of the weekend. Like I just explained to you, um, how we started and how we ended. Um, that's what I just experienced. And I'm always so grateful. I'm the one that's no longer drinking. And so, um, yeah, I want you to think about that. And if you want an easier question for yourself, reflect on your yesterday's consumption. Did it enhance or hinder my enjoyment of life? So I just uh, want to thank you guys for continuing to be here. I want to know how many people are interested in doing a Sober Curious Challenge. I'm going to start this in May. I'm going to be posting things on social media, on my Instagram, Diane Double E Gibbs, um, or on my Facebook. I'll open up my Facebook um, uh, 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking Challenge. I'll get that opened in the next um, week or two, in the next week, I should say. And I will continue to share with you guys what this Sober Curious Challenge will look like. And um, I'm really excited to do this with you. Um, and you're not going to be doing this alone. It's me right alongside you. I told you it made a world of difference for me last year. And I can just see where... I really kind of want to just to um, probably end that relationship that I have with uh, a marijuana as well. I knew that this was coming when I started the podcast. I felt like, oh, here I am. I still smoke. But I believe that in the end, the marijuana will just kind of go to the wayside. Um, that's kind of one of my thoughts and hopes. And, um, and I just want you to know that I'm here for you. You can be here for me, and we can do this together. So I want to thank you again for being here and stopping by and listening. And um, as time goes along, I'm going to be sharing um, I'll, I'll, on the social media. I'll let you guys know about the Sober Curious Challenge, when it's going to start. I'm going to share more about Green Compass and my CBD um, journey. And um, if those are interested in getting on board on that, let me know, and um, we'll have a cool conversation. I'm working with some really great people. So I'm super excited. 
So thanks again for being here um, and uh, continuing to listen. We're here for each other. And um, with God, all things are possible. God bless you. As I think back over the years of my endless partying, I'm grateful for it to be over. I'm grateful to be free. I am grateful not to be concerned when I'm waking up, feeling anxious, wondering how the night ended, how I got home. How stupid had I been or had I been daring enough to drive? Man, there was so much. I always felt like a wreck in the morning. Scared to talk to people, afraid for what I'd said or done. I believe God's protection was with me always from the countless prayers of my parents prayed over my life always. I feel so fortunate to have been able to recognize how tired I was of the story, the guilt, and the never-ending battle with booze. So thanks for being here and listening. This is just another one of the 420 reasons why I needed to quit drinking. You can find me in the 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking podcast on Spotify, Apple, Anchor. Please do me a favor. Make sure you subscribe. I'd greatly appreciate it too. If maybe you leave a review or even share with a friend. Thanks again. We'll talk soon. This is Diane Gibbs and the 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking podcast. Until next time. Later.